This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Good afternoon, 446 on News Talk 770. You're listening to Calgary Today, and I'm Jody Hughes in for Angela Cocott. We're sitting at 26 degrees right now, and a little bit of smoke reported at the Calgary International Airport will drop down to 12 degrees tonight, with just a slight chance of some showers or thunderstorms and 27 tomorrow, and a slight chance of some early day unsettled weather. But by the weekend, we're looking at 25 for Friday, 27 degrees for Saturday, and also for Sunday, At this point, it looks like we could see some rain by the time we get into early next week with temperatures just below seasonal. But certainly, uh, there's no question we need that rain here in the city of Calgary and area. Now, if you're heading out to get a pedicure, a manicure, your eyebrows done, your eyelashes done, any sort of a service like that... You may or may not know what it is that has been licensed by the province of Alberta. And with that, I'd like to bring in Fiona Chambers, Executive Director of the Beauty Council of Western Canada. Good afternoon, Fiona. Hi, thank you very much. Good afternoon to you. Now, we're understanding that here in Alberta, and I believe British Columbia as well, nail technicians or um, estheticians do not have to necessarily be formally trained. They don't require licenses, nor do they have to go through infection control uh, courses or, or certification. Is that the case? Yes, that is correct. And why is that? Um, Well, from the past, um, there was always some form of licensing um, that was required when you were taking an exam through a board or through um, a government-regulated association. And a couple of the provinces were deregulated and and they felt that um, the cost was too much and that our industry didn't really feel like that was required, where that's quite the opposite. Um, everybody in our industry does want regulation and, and the reason why they want regulation is because, you know, they put hundreds of hours into schooling. They learn to prop, uh, do proper techniques and proper um, practices. You know, they usually go through proper sanitation procedures, you know, to minimize the threat of any viral um, and bacterial infections. Uh, So it is really important that we do follow some form of regulation to prevent um, consumers having any issues with safety. So if everybody is going through this process anyway, but without getting the official certification, uh, is there a need for it or is it that it would prevent sort of pop-up places that are able to slide in without folks realizing that they don't have any of that training? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that, you know, everybody kind of assumes that, you know, like if you went to a doctor's office that they have formal training. Um, It's just the same in our industry. They feel like if you have the look of, you know, a nice sort of environment and that it looks pretty and clean and so on and so forth, that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody has gone to a, say, a certified you know, through a certified program and um, learn proper practice and, uh, you know, safe cleaning, sterilization um, and infection control. I think you're absolutely right. I think people do assume that that has happened, that you've gone absolutely. through those processes. And yeah, we, we just did a large uh, consumer campaign and it's always been known in our industry that it is deregulated in certain um, what we call designations. So, for example, hair in Alberta is regulated where the, you know, aesthetic side isn't. So a lot of things fall through the cracks. 
in British Columbia as well, um, our whole industry is deregulated. And what seems to happen is that the consumers aren't aware of that. So they believe and they feel that everybody has gone to school, learned, uh, done the appropriate hours, uh, written a proper examination and passed that. But that's not necessarily the case. Just chatting with Fiona Chambers, Executive Director of the Beauty Council of Western Canada, about licensing in uh, estheticians, nail technicians and uh, other uh, aspects of that industry we're just going to take a quick break for traffic here fiona it is 4:51. um we're just talking about licensing and regulations with certain industries including nail technicians or estheticians fiona chambers executive director of the beauty council of western canada joins us and fiona you are among those groups who would like to see more regulation and licensing in aesthetics aren't you Absolutely. And what we've done is as we have worked with different um, municipalities or different mayors and different, um, you know, government officials, it seems to get passed to the side. And it's, it's really quite frustrating for people in our industry because... You know, our um, people that are practicing or performing these procedures, they're touching people more than a doctor would in a day, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, I mean, when you think about it, they're touching their feet for a number of, you know, for a good hour or their hands or their hair or their face or some body part. And you need to have um, proper um you know, protocols in place and you need to make sure that we maintain these higher standards because there's all sorts of bacterial infections and diseases that come up on a regular basis and we deal with the different um, people in the industry, ministries of health and disease control and we always make sure that we're fully aware of that. Although we are uh, deregulated, we practice as as though we are regulated. So it's not like they'd be starting from ground zero. I mean, the, the certification programs exist. It would really just be a matter of them taking a look at it and seeing whether or not that that would be one that would be a, a government approved in order to you know, meet the licensing agreement. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, absolutely. And also, you know, it's something that a consumer on the other side, like you were asking me, what would be some of the, you know, steps it would take. I mean, it takes everybody to be involved, not just people in our industry, but it also takes the consumer to ask for these sort of certifications. You know, make sure that they're going into um, a clean look, like if a location looks, you know, clean. Are they reusing emery boards? Are they reusing, you know, tools that they've just used on the client before? Are they just opening up a drawer and pulling out, you know, something um, that they're going to use and it doesn't look clean or it's not sterilized or sanitized? Um, Those are really, really important. Are they even um, cleaning out the spa baths, um, you know, through proper sanitation and sterilization, uh, those sort of things. It's it's really important that we all look for those. Um, But again, you know, we work with different different, um, leading beauty industry um, professionals, you know, like BC Center of Disease Control, you know, Control, uh, Fraser Health. We work with Ministry of Health um, within different provinces to make sure that these guidelines are always uh, kept to the proper standards. Are there any provinces or territories that are licensed right now, or is this a this would be, I'm guessing, a provincial jurisdiction? 
It's provincial. Every, um, you know, province is different. Uh, the further east that you go, like Quebec isn't where Ontario is, um, as well as Nova Scotia. There's all different uh, regulations within different provinces. It should be something that is right across the board. But also in the United States, they're finding that um, there's a huge movement, movement as well because each other state is you know, regulated or they're trying to deregulate. And I, and I just don't understand why um, dere- deregulating an industry that is like, you know, similar to food safety would be, you know, really beneficial to the consumers. Makes sense for sure. Fiona, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate thank it. You. Appreciate it as well. Time now for Great Ideas brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.